Wow. I never thought you'd be so shallow as to critique a show on its name. I thought you were a better person than that. God. System change. Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am Ricky. And I'm Sean. Here we are, dog paddling up the river of life here. Little Rock Comic Con's this weekend. Yes, I'll be there. You coming to my house? I am coming to your house. All right, we'll meet here and then we'll just hop across the highway and go to probably the biggest con we're going to get this year now that uh, River City took a year off. I can't wait. Is there anything you're looking for in particular? Oh, there'll be a couple of things I'm looking for, comics-wise, toy-wise. I want to look for some rare stuff. I don't know. I may be looking for some Diaclone that nobody knows what that is. Oh, my goodness. This guy. You don't even know what Diaclone is. Please. It It's a uh, Transformer. I know that. Kind of. Right? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, You're yeah, close. Yeah. And then, and then, are you gonna have Gary Chalk sign it? He didn't do the. There was no voices for Diaclone. What are you talking about? Well, I don't know. You already said I didn't know what it was, so I just thought you might buy it and then get Gary Chalk to sign it. Well, let's talk Gary Chalk. Gary Chalk is the voice of Optimus Primal and a couple of Optimus Primes on the newer version of the Transformers series. Now, Sean, have you ever met Gary Chalk? I don't think so. Was he at the one BotCon that I went to? It is possible, but I don't remember. Now, Gary Chalk is a great guy. If you don't know who he is, he's a, he's an actor and a voice actor. He was on, uh, what was the movie, Tomorrowland? He was the sheriff in uh, 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 Freddy vs. Jason. He was the sheriff in the David Hasselhoff, uh, Dick Fury movie. He was Dum Dum Duggan. Nice. Nice. I mean, yeah, the guy, I like the guy. He's a great guy. I have personally sat beside and talked to this guy. He's play, he's a, plays guitar. Um, you know, I've, I've had personal conversations with him. He's a great guy. Absolutely great guy. Cool. Are, are you gonna, are we, are we gonna see him this Saturday and you're gonna be like, yo, G-Man, how's it going? What's up? Remember when we talked to Dallas? Huh? No, he's not gonna know. No. Maybe not. I can't wait, man. I'm planning on, uh... I, I think I'm gonna. I don't know. Do I go for the the big comics? Do I try to get you know two or three that are decent, or do I just go and raid the dollar bins of everything that I need? Well, number one, I suggest you do both. Um, the dollar bins. Last time, uh, you got some great stuff when we were together, but yeah. man, those two that you got slabbed for twenty five bucks, man. Oh, I know. I know, I know. I'm hoping that guy's going to be there. Uh, my guess is Mr. Bill will be there for Mr. Bill's comics. Absolutely. Love to see who him. Who has treated us both extremely well last time we worked with him. Oh, But, dude, did you see we got some sad news this week? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Now, I've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm sure a lot of people have. I cannot stop talking about Tombstone, how much I love Tombstone as a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Powers Booth, man. What the I know, heck? man. It, at Curly Bill. 68 years old. And the, that that is too young these days for us to lose an actor like that. Um, yep. You know, he was the, the, what was his name in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, he was Hydra. He was on, he was in the Avengers movie. He was one of the, uh, one of the people behind the scenes Nick Fury was talking to. Really? Yeah. That's yep. awesome. And they brought him into the TV show. Uh, of course, they ended his storyline. He was good. Of course, Powers Booth has always been good in anything I've seen. Tombstone, just one, as one of the cowboys, you know, oh, just missing. He's like, you smell that? Smells like somebody died. He's like, well, bye. Oh, man. Yeah, it was sad. I, I, I freaking love Tombstone, and he is like, when I seen that, I was like, Curly Bill? No! Oh my god, I just thought of this. Are we slowly losing the actors to Tombstone? Is Kurt Russell next? No, because he's the living planet. Yeah, he is. More on that later. Not in, no spoilers. Hold on. Yes, yes. I, I got a question for you, man. We, we talk movies. We talk comics. Me and you have talked science. We talk all sorts of craziness in our friendship. You never talk sitcoms. Me and sitcoms have a love-hate relationship. I'm not going to lie. I don't care what people think. 
I love Big Bang Theory. I understand yeah. some people can't stand it because they think I love they're it. being well. Some people take it real personal that they're being made fun of or that it's too on the nose and that kind of thing. I, I just think it's people having fun, I, and and right. I love it. The references in it, I love. The science well, I mean, in it, I love. I mean, I love yeah. that stuff. It's right up my alley. Eh, but right. I understand some people have a problem with it. And that's fine. But, uh, but, but what about you know, other a really sitcom? good sitcom? Uh, I, I have no, not even near the love you have for uh, Seinfeld. But I really, really like Seinfeld. I need to sit down and watch all of Seinfeld. I've seen. Yes, you do. Always. I've seen probably half of it to seventy-five percent of it. Oh, but uh, there are a lot of episodes I haven't seen, and I, I honestly love Seinfeld. What about what about the big ones though? Did you watch Friends? I I couldn't really stand Friends except for Jennifer Aniston, which right. Okay, okay. So we'll, we'll go through the uh, How I Met Your Mother. How How I Met Your Mother. I would watch every so catch an episode every so often. Really liked oh it. God. You know that '70s show. That '70s show was just okay. Yeah, Red oh was the best goodness. thing about it. I, I didn't. Yeah, like I mean, I would I would admit that. That's great. Dude, that's crazy. Uh, now, what about my, older ones when you were growing up? Did you like Cheers? Love Cheers, the Cosby Show, which has fallen out of favor nowadays. Yeah, but, yeah. But let me let me speak to that though. Bill Cosby in my life, there's a special place for that because he showed a different part of life that, of course, in the middle of Pleasant Plains, Arkansas, you don't get. Uh, you know, from Fat Albert to the Cosby Show to other shows. You know, up until the recent stuff with Bill Cosby, you know, that that's part of me. And, right. you know, I really, really liked those shows. Uh, Fat Albert, I can't I can't speak enough about. I loved watching Fat Albert and the uh, the Black Hornet and uh, all those other things they had on there. And the Cosby show was just something special to me. I really, really loved huh. it. See, I, I just never knew. I mean, I, we, we talk movies, we talk comics, we talk everything, but just sitcoms never usually bring up. I mean, I watch sitcoms on a... Let me see, well, how I can point this we out. We watch quite again, a few the, episodes. It's the, it's the Letterman-Carson thing again, because I can tell that you watched sitcoms when you were young, plus Letterman. I did mm-hmm. not watch many sitcoms. I didn't have the patience for sitcoms whenever I was younger. Uh, and you obviously did. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I sat through what I sat through most of the time for to be with my family. Not, yeah. oh, I want to watch this show. Oh, man. So I, I didn't we, have the patience for sitcoms when I got older. Nowadays, I, I really do like like some of them. That's good. That's good. I just never asked you and didn't ask. Is there one you're watching now? I'm on hiatus from Big Bang Theory because I don't have... I, I got all the box sets that are currently out. Right. Uh, I am trying to make my way through... What am I... Uh, the Goldbergs. Love the Goldbergs. Oh, my Absolutely goodness, Absolutely yes. love the Goldbergs. Absolutely. Uh, that, that's probably one of my favorites that's out right now. Yeah, currently, Absolutely. Uh, Blackish I like, but I only, I only get to catch every so often... We just got Hulu back, so we're working on on getting used to that again, getting on a schedule kind of thing. Uh, I mainly nice. got it for Agents of Shield, <clears throat> but that's awesome. Uh, I try to sneak in that stuff and and Rick and Morty. I know that's not a sitcom, but it's it's up there, dude. Uh, but, but did you want to bring up any from our youth, like in the vein of Cheers? Well, I mean, my favorite growing up is. WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh, well, if we're going to go that far back, I'd say soap. As a kid, I loved soap. What about Barney Miller? What didn't get into Barney Miller? Really? Mm. Taxi? Taxi, I couldn't do until recently. I, I recently started watching some Taxi just mm-hmm. because I wanted to see how it was like these days as an adult, you know, in, in, Still in holds the up. modern age. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You know, John, what's his name? Don't ask Jeff me, Goldblum's man. dad in Armageddon and and ID uh, Independence Day. John, okay, John, him. He, he he's one of the main guy in Taxi. And then of course mm-hmm. you have well, Dad Gummit, Christopher Lloyd, and Andy Kaufman, and uh, Danny DeVito, and the yes. other guy, Tony Danza, who I'm trying to think of. Oh my goodness. Anyway, well, yeah, Taxi's still good. Nice. Dude, if you ever uh, want to watch a new one with Danny DeVito, you need to watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I know. So uh, I love Charlie mo- Day, and I haven't watched it. I don't know why. Oh, it's incredible. 
Uh, we got some trailers this week. That you didn't watch. I watched two of the three we're about to discuss. I'm well, sorry. Let, then let me let me head you off at the pass and let's talk about War for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Uh, I'm so excited for this movie. The new trailer, it shows uh, more of the apes running into this little girl. Uh, Caesar right. says, you know, we're not savages. We only fight to protect ourselves. And uh, it shows more of... It kind of gives you a little more why you see uh, gorillas with humans fighting. Uh, hmm. It has this... I'm really interested because it has this old ape. And uh, I, I don't know. It's not It's not like... Uh, 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 what was his name? Kubo? Not Kubo. Uh, in, the, in the second movie. But anyway, there's an older ape that's talking in the trailer. Like giving like sage advice. And right. at the end of the trailer, he has like a Vietnam veteran jacket on and he's looking at through these binoculars and he takes them down and he has this look like, oh shoot, something's coming. <laughs> and it's just funny. Like it's really funny because, I mean, the way they're having these apes emote, I mean, it looks human. They are actually, you're reading emotions from these characters. And that is That's awesome. Just, that fascinates me so much because you know... This is all fake. That's that's not there. But that they're able to get that across is just just magic. That's what I love about movies. The the magic that they're doing on screen. But uh, you didn't see it yet, so uh, I want you to watch it, and, and I want to hear your opinion. I'll, but I love I'll, it. I'm going to watch this movie. I'll check it out. I'll theater. check it out. Um, now, did you want to hear Gifted or Orville? Oh, Gifted. Wow. Gifted looks amazing. It looks really good. And you know what the biggest surprise from Gifted was? That Polaris you, doesn't have green hair? Well, that that really wasn't a surprise. Uh, the, no, the fact that they said the words, the X-Men and the Brotherhood. Oh, yeah. Uh, really? But have you heard those words on a television series yet? Yeah, the, uh, oh, the one that on Fox years ago. Okay, okay, uh, I remember X. that. Generation X, yeah. That lasted like half a season. No, 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 it was a it was a TV miniseries. In fact, they made it a movie in Europe. I actually have a copy of the actual movie, and it has extra scenes where Jubilee actually cusses. Hmm. Yeah, it's so, interesting. That's crazy. So what did you think of Gifted? It was okay. Uh, I mean, it's it's not bad. I didn't have a bad taste from it. But I'm right. like, show me more. That, that's what okay. I, that's yeah, how yeah. I walk away I, I totally get that. Totally understand that. I want to see more. But from what I've seen in the trailer, it looked good. The effects looked good. The storyline looked pretty good. Obviously, the fact that there is acknowledgement of the X-Men, there is acknowledgement of the Brotherhood, means that we could really see some mutant powers being used in this and being acknowledged that, you know, there was an Xavier school for the gifted and stuff like that. Magneto's Brotherhood. Where do these mutants go? I don't know how far this is going to go. Orville, we're, we're probably going to part ways on this. Why don't oh you, go, you go ahead? Orville looks like it could be my new favorite show. <laughs> I, knew, Mc... I knew it. I freaking Seth knew it. Seth MacFarlane, it reminds me of... It's like Galaxy Quest, the TV series. Oh my it looks God. incredible. I oh love God. it. It's going to be so funny. Please I stop. love Seth MacFarlane's humor. I love the fact that it's a Star Trek spoof. The Just all the little tidbits that were just in that one trailer looked so funny. I cannot wait. And I love the fact that you know Seth MacFarlane and his ex-wife are sitting there arguing back and forth, and yet the very next scene, they are both pulling off sarcastic humor on this same person. So you know there's going to be this connection between them still. It's going to be hilarious. I cannot wait to watch this series this fall. I'm so pumped. Kinda now I, I stab I, myself in the face. Uh, I'm ready for oh, you to trash gosh. it. It looked incredible, dude. It did not look incredible. It looked uh <laughs> it looked like a cheap Galaxy Quest ripoff. And it looked a lot like uh like it's gonna be another ten thousand ways to die in the West. Whatever that movie was that didn't work with with him. Now don't get me wrong, well, I love Seth MacFarlane. Family Guy is great. 
I respect him as a singer like nobody else. People think I'm crazy when I talk about uh, Suspect Farland's Christmas album. Go out and listen to it, and then tell me it's bad. The guy could sing. But, and the guy knows comedy. But, 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 that looked bad. It looked bad. But don't get me wrong. There were moments, the moment you were talking about, where they're they're both ripping on somebody. That was very good. I'll I'll give it a shot. You know, it's it's sci-fi and comedy. I'm going to give it a shot. It just, the parts I saw looked kind of, uh, uh, you know, he's deadpan, he's droning. I don't think Seth MacFarlane on screen is a good thing. I think this will be a test behind the scenes. No, well, his Ten Thousand Ways to Die in the West was a test. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a I shot. Know. I'm not. I'm not going okay. to. I'm not going to pew pew it before I watch it. So okay, good, because because it looked funny. And trust me, I'll I'll be the I can be the judge on that one then this fall because I cannot wait for it. But you were talking about things uh, being bad. You know what uh, was bad? I. I don't want to lead it that way. Now, come on now. We know well, we both well, okay, like Guy okay. Ritchie. We both like I do Guy like Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. I do like Guy Ritchie Name movies. Name a bad but movie Guy Ritchie made. You tell me which not, one's bad. There's not one. In my for me, there's not one. But right. I'm just saying King Arthur had to go up against Star Lord. Well and he and he failed really, really bad. Well, I mean, I don't know how people don't Guy Ritchie movies are famous at this. Being great mm-hmm. on video, not doing well in the theater. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Two smoking barrels. Uh, Snatch. You know, I love, love Snatch. Absolutely great movie. Anybody, I mean, even, I know Sean loves it. Dag? Yes. Dags? You like Dags? I Dags. What? Oh, dogs. Yeah, I like dogs. Yeah, Dags. <laughs> but uh, 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 the, the so Sherlock good. Holmes movies are probably the best thing he's done as, as money-wise. Right, and, and honestly, those are my least favorite. Yeah, and I can see that. Um, you know, they don't feel Guy Ritchie-ish. I mean, the action does, and some of the shots really do, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's his most commercial uh, mainstream. Yeah, it's his most mainstream. Yeah, right. And um, he's the trailer. For he's King dumbed Arthur it down to the public. Had that Guy Ritchie feel to it. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that it's not doing well in the theater. I, I don't oh. think. I didn't think it would. Um, I, I'm sad that it didn't. I mean, I'd really like to see, you know, people do well, but didn't didn't expect much. Yep. Well, Star Lord and Guardians of the Galaxy are killing it at 630 million worldwide so far, and I don't think they're going to lose any steam. I expect it to be probably number one again this weekend. I mean, it should, because you know, it's got at least they're going to give it another month in the theater. And then it's going to go to the dollar theaters. It's got to be. It's oh, yeah. going to be yeah, up. And I'm taking my whole. Fa- I'm taking my literal whole family when it comes to the Melba here. Like I told, I told my mom, my aunt, who both loved music at that time. We're uh, going. I told them we're going. Y- y'all are coming yeah. with me to the movies and see this again because y'all will love it. Um, and I think I think that movie is going to overperform. Absolutely. I, I just I just have a feeling that. This one may be the one, the big one. This may be in the top three of all time. I think it could continue to rise. And uh, given the opportunity and the time, I will definitely go see it again. I have no problems doing that. Um, also this week, dude, I know you, you were ripping on me before the uh, podcast started. I started two new shows. Michelle and I started watching two new shows together. And we watched Winona Earp and American Gods. One of these I'm excited to talk about. Well, let me get <clears throat> in the in in your own, following your method. Let me get Winona Earp out of the way so that you can. Obviously, you have trouble with the name. Uh, it's the story. It's on Netflix. Anybody can check this out that has Netflix. Uh, I would love to get some feedback with you, but I love it. It's it's pretty fun. It is obviously Winona Earp is the great great granddaughter of Wyatt Earp. And turns out that uh, they're demon hunters. And the Peacemaker is the only thing that can put them down for good. And it's in their lineage that Winona is the the chosen one to, uh, you know, take care of these demons. We're having a blast with it so far. To give you a feel for it, if you've never watched any of it, if anybody's watched any, uh, it's Canadian. They say sorry and a boot quite a bit. 
if anybody's ever watched Lost Girl, it has that exact same feel to it. It's a great written sci-fi show. It has good dialogue. The effects are pretty cheesy. And I'm really enjoying it, man. And I know you can rip on the name, but I I honestly believe you should give it a try and watch an episode or two just so you can say, this isn't for me, but I, I, I think you'll like it. Thanks for making me sound like the most sexist person in the world. No, that is Jesus I did not, Christ! I didn't. I, didn't I know mean you that. don't like the name, but oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little hung up on the name because it sounds dumb, not because it's Winona and she's well, a girl. Right. I don't. I didn't say it that way. I, I didn't mean it to be come <laughs> off that way. I just know you didn't care for you. Sorry, it, it, son a, of a. It's obviously a takeoff Wyatt Earp, and you got Winona Earp. Whatever. Uh, I'm a, I might give it a shot. I, I, okay. I actually did watch the pilot episode of Lost Girl this week since you brought that up, and I really Dude. liked it, yeah. Oh, we powered through that whole series in no time flat. I mean, we watched it all. Uh, Lost Girl is great. You will have a blast with that. Anybody wants to check out another show they hadn't seen, check out Lost Girl. I, I definitely recommend it. It is fun. Now, I can be very spoiler-free on American Gods because I have not seen it. So, I mean, of course, American Gods is based on a novel by Neil Gaiman. A lot of information has been out there for years about this show. People are so excited about this show, especially with, you know, Mr. Swearingen. Ian McShane, dude. I love Ian McShane. And, uh, man, just uh, like I was talking about Orlando Jones, I watched a clip of Orlando Jones as uh, Mr. Nancy a speech he does, and it's just riveting. And some of the things uh, I know about the show and people have talked about on other shows about what's going on, I, I've got to get this. I was just looking at Amazon. You, I may have to get a, a monthly subscription to Stars for just a little bit to watch this. Oh, absolutely, dude. And what's, what's really nice is I started the book and then I did not finish it. Michelle has read the whole thing, so she's kind of my go-between. When I look at her and I see her making a strange face, I'm like, "Is this is this different? Is this okay?" You know? And she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm just thinking, she she's a good person to bounce ideas off of. Once we've watched episodes, now we've only watched the first two. Uh, probably watch the third one here in just a couple hours after we're done here. I can't I can't wait to watch it, man. I I'm so in it. It is. Very, very good show. I, actually, uh, I've heard that it's very Legion-like. That if if Lee if if this had come out first, people mm-hmm. would have said uh, said whenever Legion came out, oh, it's very American Gods-like. <laughs> I, I can see that. I, I can totally see that and understand where people have said that. Absolutely. Yeah, lot, uh, what I, the review I heard actually today was. The show leaves you, what the hell did I just watch? And then you go, I want to know more. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is, which describes <laughs> Legion in a nutshell, by the way. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, dude, I, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, now uh, it looks like I need to lead off Local Hall. <laughs> yes, because this week in Local Hall, I have the big goose egg. I have nothing. But obviously that will all change. I see I'm holding on. I'm holding back. I'm waiting for the con, man. I have specific amounts set aside for the con and I was good this week and didn't spend it on frivolous stuff that I seen along the way. So next week for me, man. What do you what did you find? Sounds like you found a ton. I did, oh god. My my comic guy at the flea market got apparently a new a, a new uh Shipment. And, yeah, I mean, for 50 cents a piece and dollar a piece, I got a uh, Marvel 14 number... I mean, well, scrap that. Marvel 2 and 1 number 14, The Thing and Son of Satan. Uh, I got Crisis on Infinite Earths number 12. Uh, I got a 35 cent... Now, I've, I've never actually seen one of these in person. You remember the Electric Company, right? Yeah. And they had Spider-Man on the Electric Company. Well, okay. Marvel and the Electric Company put out comics called Spidey Super Stories. And I have Spidey Super Stories number 39. It's uh, Hellcat, Spider-Man, and Thanos. What? Thanos has a helicopter and gets arrested by the New York Police Department. 
This is awesome. Oh, it's I, great. It's hey, absolutely will you bring, great. Bring that on Saturday. Oh, I got to see this. I will. Um, and then my John Byrne fixes in. I tell you this right now because today I also got two more John Byrne issues of Namor the Submariner, the uh, series that came out in the 90s by John Byrne. Uh, I, I loaded up. I got issue 6, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. 21 23 and it's the uh the iron fist return storyline i didn't know until i'd somehow missed it but years ago they killed off iron fist like what yeah yeah he was dead and then they retconned it in the new namer series when john Byrne was working on it and brought iron fist back so yeah i I didn't know it until um i was looking at some modern stuff on iron fist I did not know that they had killed him at one point. I was like, well, crap. And then I also did get, he had several issues of late run New Mutants. Uh, Let's see what I've got here. Issue 67, 74, 79, and 85, the issue right before uh, Rob Liefeld takes over. And it has his uh, cover art on that. And uh, also today I got Daredevil number 231, which is Frank Miller and uh, Dave Mizzenkelly. Uh, That's awesome, uh, man. The Born Again storyline. And all for really great prices. That is really awesome. Happy. I also ended up getting, I've never gotten one of these. I talked about the big um, uh, Conan magazines that used to come out. Right. But I never had one. And this is a magazine about that size, but it's the Tales of Voodoo. Hmm. You know, the, one of those pulp magazines. Uh, I got it for 50 cents. It's from 1974. And nice. it's, you know, a vampire and zombies and girl, you know, with being not ripped apart, but her clothes are being ripped. You know, that kind of thing. Just the stuff you used to see laying around. I just had, I never had one and I thought it was cool. And I also got Sergeant so- Fury and his Howling Commandos, King Size Special number three. Uh, and of course, this is a, 20, a 12 cent comic era. Uh, it's 25 cents because it's one of the king size special, but this is from 1967. Nice. Yeah. So I, I kind of cleaned awesome. up on that. So, and Whew. that was really Save fun. a little for the weekend. Holy well, crap. Like I said, it was 50 cents in the dollar. I mean, come on now. What are you yeah. going to do? You tore it up. You got it. Yeah. But uh, this weekend will be great. Oh, man. Cannot wait. Lost in time, dude. Um, I wanted to talk this week about the, I don't know, I would say between starting maybe 2003, 2004-ish, there was a time where a certain group of people became relatively famous. Now, did you ever watch CKY? I did not. I remember you talking about it. Did you ever listen to the band CKY? No, I remember you talking about it incessantly. Yes. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about the, the the time when we had and enjoyed, for me, I enjoyed CKY, which led us into the world of Jackass. And basically, you know, followed the, there was, you had Bam Margera, who was one of the youngest skateboarders to be signed into professional skateboarding. He was signed by Tony Hawk at, I think, like age 14. And his older brother at the time, Jess, had a band, CKY, Camp Kill Yourself, <laughs> which started going by CKY near immediately. And they would go on tour and Bam would go with them and do skate exhibitions while they were doing this. Well, that led them to, obviously, you have young people with exorbitant amounts of money and they blow it on stupid stuff, and they bought cameras, and I believe they all went to stunt school, and they started pulling off some crazy stuff. Everybody knows what Jackass is. You know, Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, Party Boy, all those. They basically took over for CKY, you know, which was Brandon DiCamillo, Bam... All those, and that eventually led into, you know, Bam having his own MTV TV series. And all that stuff at that time, you either loved it or you hated it. And I loved it, and I thought it was hilarious. I had always liked the band. I had always liked the 
the DVDs that you could find, you know, the underground stuff from CKY. I even watched, they did a movie once called Haggard. I have that on DVD still. I have all of this on DVD. It, it's just, it was an unusual time where we kind of went back to slapstick comedy was hilarious. Only we, like we've done every time in modern age, we ramped it up a bit. We took the old, you know, Three Stooges a bit and turned it into how violent can I get with my friend and still get away with it? Did, did you watch any of it? Was you even a part of any of this, Rick? Uh, Jackass, I watched some, of course, you know. Uh, what else was out at that time? Punk, well, I mean, that kind of yeah, thing. Right. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Well, I mean, did you watch Viva La Bam on MTV? No, I can't. Uh, that I could not absolutely stand. I just, really? Yeah, I can't do the embarrassing, let's embarrass somebody else. I, I'm just one of those people, I can't watch it. I gotta walk. Oh my goodness. But but what about the, the slapstick stuff from back in the day? I mean, you've, you've never even viewed any of it? Did I ever force you to watch any of this? <laughs> yeah, you did some CKY videos and, and uh, early Jackass. I mean, everybody was watching that. I mean, there wasn't any way around it. Oh man, I miss those days. I still go back and I'll watch some old CKY stuff from way back in the day. Like, uh, I believe the first one of those came out in probably 2001, 2002. I'm wanting to guess. Don't quote me on that. But I, I freaking love that stuff. The Just the idea that, you know, all it was was a bunch of buddies and a video camera and bam. You know, they they ah. really were. The, yeah, they showed you what. Bam. Bam. Oh, I, now I see what she was laughing at. <laughs> I, I just thought it was hilarious. I, I enjoyed that type of stuff. You know, it reminded me not really of the comedy you and I and our friends did, but this all occurred when I was in the military and my friends in the Air Force and I were, we had done some of these stuff. You know, we, we mimicked them. It was fun to go out snowboarding and set up a prank and then just bulldog somebody into the snow as fast as you could or as hard as you could. It was, we enjoyed doing this type stuff. And I don't know, man, now that I'm older, I, I miss those days. And I, uh, enjoyed CKY and Jackass and miss those things. Meh. 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 Okay. Fine then. Well, continuing on then going on to have you seen it for this week, I'll probably talk about something else that, you 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 didn't watch. Oh what? I I don't know. Tell, I, I need some. I go get some headlight fluid and some elbow grease. Okay, so back in two thousand three, you were watching Red versus Blue. Oh my gosh, uh, I love Red versus Blue. Was if correct me if I'm wrong, but was You're there wrong. anything else that hit the internet that far back that was a reoccurring series? Not that I can think no, of. No, that was one for of the me. first ones. I mean, that was the big, that was one of the big push throughs for uh, like Machinima and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, th those guys were, were one of the first. Right. And, and obviously this is still kind of sort of my continuation for my YouTube channels. And I'm talking about Rooster Teeth. You know, it was the most, the beginning people were Bernie Burns uh, Matt, Gavin, Gus, Joel, Jeff, Dan, Gus and Gavin are just hilarious. Jeff is totally crazy. Sometimes I wonder, um, if he, he's all there sometimes. I love Jeff. He's so funny. If, if you haven't watched Rooster Teeth, if you haven't watched Red versus Blue, they are, they are quite still a dominant member of of the YouTube society. And, you know, they didn't even, like you brought up, I don't think they even started there. I believe initially Red versus Blue was released on machinima.com. Now, which have you has seen Laser Team by Rooster Laser Team? Team. Yes, I've watched several Laser Team. I have not watched the movie. No, the movie, the movie is what I'm talking no, about. No, I have not. Okay. I, I, I want to, trust me. Um, you know, modern... Rooster Teeth, you have Achievement Hunter, you have Fun House. 
stuff like that. I, I enjoy all those. And, you know, Rooster Teeth is actually the, the big umbrella that covers previous shows that I've uh, talked about. Uh, Cow Chop and the Creatures, they fall under the Rooster Teeth uh, umbrella now. And it, it would not be difficult for you or I to uh, some summer to go down to RTX. You know, Sean Rooster- Thomas, capitalist shill for Rooster Teeth. Dude, I, I love Rooster Teeth, man. They they they're hilarious in everything they do. But Red versus Blue, if you haven't seen Red versus Blue, they're seriously. I think season seventeen is out right now. Text. Maybe even more. Oh my god! It, it is. It was the first machinima that I watched over and over, and it's based off Halo. It uses Halo characters. With redone voiceovers, and uh, you start off with the Blood Gulch Chronicles. Why are if you we haven't in a watched box it, canyon? <laughs> why aren't we in a box canyon? Oh, it's just incredible. Uh, I love it. If you haven't watched it, that's my have you seen it for this week. Watch some Red versus Blue. This will be a shorter episode because after this, we have our. Uh, Spoiler cast coming up. Yeah, we do. Okay, so for my don't see it this week is a movie that was just chocked full of stars. It should have been great. It may be great to some other people, but for me, 2009's Public Enemies was boring. Boring. It follows, you know, Johnny Depp as uh, John Dillinger. Um believe Dr. Manhattan's in there, Billy Crudup's in there, Channing Tatum's in there, Christian Bale. It, it was just full of all these stars. And you're like, Public Enemies is going to be awesome. I love gangsters. These are all great actors. This is going to be a great movie. And it was seriously me nodding my head, trying to stay awake and follow the story. I, I just couldn't do it. I, other people, I know it has some decent reviews. I know other people love it. But for me, I know you had said you hadn't seen it. I'm going to suggest, my friend, that you don't see it. You, you, you're just you're doing just fine not having watched that show. Well, I'll always watch a Johnny Depp movie just to see because I like Johnny Depp. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I will keep that in mind. Ah, yeah, yeah, dude. It's just, ugh. Did not care for it. All right, so before we get this thing started, let's get our contact information, Sean. Where, That's where can right. people find if, you? If you? If you haven't, if you've watched Guardians of the Galaxy, then you want to stick around. If you haven't watched it, this is where, uh, right after this, is where you want to end it. Uh, you can find me at Maynard98 on Twitter. You can find both of us at Not So Southern G's on Twitter. At Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentlemen on Facebook. Uh, Transformers card. To look at my side project I got going on. Other than that, uh, you guys have a great day. If you're if you're sticking around, here we go. That's right. For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. I'm Ricky. Y'all have a good one. I'm Mary Poppins, Joe. This uh, Guardians movie. Guardians. Uh, Guardians of Galaxy, Galaxy 2. two. The, the official two. review Volume for us. Two, sir. Volume 2. That's right. I don't know what you're the official thinking. review from Not So Southern Gentlemen of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So do you want to straight up just go over the movie? Do you want to talk about Easter eggs? Where, where do you want to kick this pig? First, first let's just talk the movie. And, and let me say... Um, I've seen several things out there. Uh, I believe, for me, and I've listened to it several times, I just want to say, I think this soundtrack is as solid as the first. Now, now I know other people don't. Where do you stand on that? Whoa, hold on. We got, what is this? Stop. No.
fire. Okay, good. Woo! Nearly blew this whole damn thing. Um, music for me. The first movie it really introduced me to music I didn't know I liked. Um, of course, I was around at this time in, in music. Uh, but it did a great job of having songs that I didn't recognize, but were really good. Uh, the second movie, really, they went all out. They got great names for songs. I mean, ELO's on there. George Harrison's on there. Uh, Glenn Campbell's on there. I mean, Sam most, Cook. most of these songs you've heard and loved. And they mm-hmm. fit perfectly in this movie. I mean... <sighs> People, you know, love I mean, the fact music that so Brandy... much because uh, music is a soundtrack for your life. Well, this movie literally has the perfect music for the soundtrack of these characters' lives. Brandy, like you were about to say, and, it, and it, even it, the it writer of, of the Brandy, even the writer of that piece of music said very recently wow. in an article that. Uh, they wrote the they wrote the, the the movie addresses it in in both ways one how the song was originally presented and two what those lyrics mean the ego and uh, Star Lord conversation about Brandy uh, brought him to tears about his song and it was incredible dude it, it is uh, really another character in the movie is the music absolutely absolutely and it, it uh, I've listened to it. The entire soundtrack, at least three or four times uh, on the drive home, I freaking love it. I loved it, I, like I said, almost as much as the first. It's up there for me. It's amazing. Yeah, I have now, a Pandora station based off of Fox on the Run that I I, I do not think is a mistake whatsoever. <laughs> absolutely not. That would be awesome. Um, now, addressing this movie, I, I thought it was awesome. I, I liked the intro... I like the idea that we get to see young Kurt Russell courting, you know, Star Lord's mother. Uh, uh, I liked it. Uh, that, I, li- that was... I liked it, but I wanted to see. I wanted to see Escape from New York, Kurt Russell. <laughs> oh my goodness! A, you know, you're little... not going to see that. Oh, that's the one I wanted, though. I wanted Big Trouble no. in Little China, Kurt Russell. No, we got the perfect one, man. Uh, it, it was perfect. The 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 intro to this movie, the first. 10 to 15 are incredible. Just flat out incredible. Well, I tell you right up. now, from being from Arkansas, um that Missouri, yes. Uh, that Missouri opening scene, boy, a lot of that seemed very familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And especially yeah, that I, Dairy I Queen. Oh my god, that was our Dairy Queen when it was down on St. Louis. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, where did they find a Dairy Queen that still looks like a Dairy Queen? Yes. That was I was like, what the heck? Cuz the modern Dairy Queen does not look like that. No, that was that was the exact same Dairy Queen that you went to and you got your uh uh dilly what, bar. And and what what uh arcade machine was in there? Oh, for me it was the the 2-in-1 Excite bike in Mario. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, and when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, what is this doing here? This is amazing. That's the things. That's the little things that make this movie so incredible. Oh God, and not and to driving, mention. He's driving a Mustang 2. I was like, oh my God, why? Why are you doing this to me in 1980? Uh, and was, which is it, funny. Let's talk about that real quick. So the movie takes place. The opening you're talking about takes place in 1980. They say right. 34 years later. This puts Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 happening in 2014. Mm-hmm. That's specifically done for a reason, and I have no clue what that reason is. Yeah, I was wondering that. I was going to ask you about it in this uh, spoiler cast, and now I guess you don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. But, I mean, uh, a lot of people hollered about how uh, Stanley was referencing stuff uh and we'll get to that too. That happened recently, and not before after 2014. And James Gunn said, "You know, oh well, we we did screw that up. Um, well, you could say time dilation, whatever. You could you could yeah. make it work." So, so what about the uh, intro, the giant monster, and then we have the Dude, most abs- incredible like dancing said, baby group. Like I said before, any other movie 
would have focused on what was going on in the background. It takes it takes someone like James Gunn to do that scene. I don't see that working under any other director but James Gunn. It was incredible, man. I, I was I've never been all Marvel movies have been great. You know, uh, obviously I am a Marvel fanboy. I love Marvel. But this movie just sucked me in right from the get-go. And I was like, this is incredible. You know, you watch Doctor Strange, you have to wait and learn about Doctor Strange before he even becomes, you know, Stephen Strange before Doctor Strange is kind of a boring asshole. Um, you know, you're, you're looking at Tony Stark. Before Tony Stark was Iron Man, he's kind of a dick. You, all these movies, they have a buildup before we get the the happy parts, the parts that make you put on the smile. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 has you smiling within 10 seconds. Me and my son I, laughed the entire time. There was not a point we were not giggling or laughing. I, I just I was just sitting there with this big smile on my face the entire time. You know, you you move on and you say, "Well, Drax, how how are they going to progress Jack Drax as a character?" Holy crap, they did. Dave Bautista is is an actor. Like you're what? This this big old goofy wrestler is an actor? Absolutely, I say he's an actor. He did a great job. He was probably given great direction and he followed that and Drax's performance in Guardians 2 was just oh my goodness amazing. Yeah, and Dave Bautista himself tells you uh, in interviews that he's the luckiest person in the world. I mean, yeah, he's given great direction. Um, he listens. He, he can, you know, acting through all that makeup is a challenge for any actor. And, man, he is just so... I think he's honestly an earnest person, and that's what he's able to do. Because that character is so earnest. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. literal, no-filter... This is who he is. And Dave Bautista is probably like, hey, I could do that. <laughs> I can I can do this. I can do that. And yes. Just the, yeah, the scenes with uh, him and Mantis, uh, the rocket oh stuff in this movie, the, the Star well, Wars. Well, like you spoke oh about, what you spoke about earlier in the Planet of the Apes movie, where they bring these characters, these not real things to life. Bradley Cooper brought to life rocket rocket was so awesome and how many times have you thought about a trash panda since then <laughs> it's so much worse i i freaking love rocket he is he's so defensive you know he is he does purposely push people away because he's he's upset that he was an experiment basically and right well, no let's... nobody that's the thing. Nobody else cares. Everybody else loves Rocket. He, he's such an important part of that group. And I, I love his story arc throughout the show well, or throughout the movie with him and Yondo. Well, let's, let's talk about some things that we didn't like about the movie. Now, you'll probably be a guy going, oh, I did not like anything about the movie. I did not, not like anything about the well, movie. There you go. <laughs> We're done. Have a great day. No, um, like the ball, the the uh, the Star Lord ego catch scene. You got problems with the father uh, my, and son my, playing my catch. My ro- eyes rolled so hard. I think the theater exploded. Uh, please oh, God, dude. let it end. <laughs> Why? Why? It, it, they had never a father and son that had never met wanted to play catch. They man. don't need to catch. You don't. It's ah. Uh, Oh my god! It was awesome. Oh, it was... I thought it was good, man. I was smiling during that Just part. I was like, this is "Sweet!" That, you know, right before the hammer fell. And then <laughs> the the rocket. Um, don't get me wrong. I, wrong. I did like the story. Uh, the rocket Yondo connection explicitly love... stated was I thought was just a ham fisted. I, I thought it was too over the top. You no know. way, man. Yeah, no I, way. They should have oh. implied that more. He, did, he didn't have to say it outright. I mean. It was awesome. Ugh. It was good. Nah. It was good stuff. Well, it was it was, it was was okay in a great movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. 
Oh. I, I, what I'm saying is not going to make me say this is this is not one of the best movies I've seen, one of the best Marvel movies I've seen, one of the best movies I have ever enjoyed in my life. I'm just saying this could have been better. And, you know, some people that don't get spoken about often, but a storyline that I thought another one that was incredible in this movie is Karen Gillian and Zoe Saldana. Yeah, and that was handled oh my. fine. But I tell you That's... this right now. what The one thing I'm going to walk away from the movie is when Zoe Saldana as Gamora is carrying that huge gun straight out of Marvel uh, Marvel versus Capcom. That is, that is the exact uh, yeah. Iron Man weapon when he does his special move. Exactly yes. like that. I was like, oh my God, why is this even here? I love it. It was so incredible, dude. And, and oh my goodness. I, I just... I liked Nebula, dude. Nebula it turned out to be one of my favorite characters. She was awesome. She was played perfectly. Hi. Open Mario on my own 3DS. Oh, we want to play Mario on the 3DS. Open Mario on our own 3DS. We don't have Mario on the 3DS. Go see if Bubba will let you play his, okay? Go get Bubba. Oh. Um, but, yeah, Nebula's great. Uh, Gamora's great. It's all great, um, but but man, that the end of that scene got real dark real quick. <laughs> yeah, the moment the he says, you know, the moment the words, I hated having to put that into your mother. Oh my god! Oh well, well, here's the thing. Well, before Up until we get that there, before point. we get there, uh, whenever he touches him, I see mm-hmm. eternity. I think he actually saw the character Eternity. That's just what I want to. That's just what I want to believe, because it's Marvel. Of course, they're going to put Eternity in there. You've already had three Celestials, including Ego, who is retconned as a Celestial. But you've already had three Celestials between two movies. They're referencing Eternity, the character. Right, dude. It. Oh my goodness! It was just incredible. Because up until that point, you know. There, there's the there's the ability everybody has where you're like, ego's gonna be a bad guy, ego's gonna be a bad guy, but you you there's no, you know you don't have that definite he's a bad guy yet, and then when he says those words, you're just like, crap, I really like this guy, and now he's the bad guy. Of course he's the oh. bad guy. Of course he's the bad guy. You knew it in the opening scene. I didn't I didn't think about it. I didn't want Kurt Russell to be the bad guy. That's the you know what my complaint? It, it's the fact that they made me hate Kurt Russell and I freaking love Kurt Russell, dude. They even made you hate David Hasselhoff for a second. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was great. I knew that he was doing the song in the movie. I did not expect him to show up in the middle of Ego's Planet. That was great. How did you like the planet? Oh, it, uh, perfect. It was Jack Kirby all the way. I mean, the planet Absolutely. was great. Uh, and then the moment they pulled out and you see the face on the planet, oh, I was done. Absolutely. I, I, I stood mm-hmm. up in the theater and was like, yes, nobody else knew what the hell I was talking about. And I don't care. I was absolutely enamored that Ego had a face on the planet. I knew it oh, would, yeah. but seeing yeah. it on screen, man, I'm good. It, it totally rocked. It totally rocked. I loved it. Absolutely. Oh, I, I could go on. See, but you didn't care for the Yondu uh, rocket pairing. No, so I did not say th- that. I said I thought it was good, but I thought him specifically saying it was a little ham-fisted. He didn't need to come out and just say that and call yeah. Rocket out. It could have been handled a different way than oh. to just hear tell the audience exactly why. Blah, 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 blah. You know, treat your audience a little smarter than that. But other can, than that, it was I, good. It was good. It was good. One of the best movies I've ever seen in theater. I'm telling you. It's fine. I cannot like something in a good movie, Sean. Okay. I, you don't... Okay. It doesn't have to... It's not going to go away if we say something okay. bad about okay. it. Okay. Okay. We're I get at a point where we can, we can critique good movies. So, The Watchers. Let, let's, let, let's talk about that. Yeah. Where... What does this... It doesn't mean anything. What opportunities does this open? It doesn't mean anything. Kevin Feige came out and said Mm -hmm. that there's a misconception that the Watchers were under the Fox franchise uh, licensing. They are not. They are co-owned by Fox and Marvel. 
Uh, so there was not a deal. There has not been a deal. Uh, it doesn't mean anything. They've always both in in whenever they made the deal had the watchers. So they just never used them till this point. And I, it was a very smart way to watch it. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we're in the spoiler part. Sorry, folks. Stan Lee, of course, is speaking to the watchers in a scene where their rocket and Yondu are jumping through portals. Uh, and they do several scenes. Like there's even some uh, Crowins. Are they crow, crow? What are they called? Uh, a couple of aliens fighting the rock guys that you're going to see in Thor Ragnarok, and you've already seen in Thor: The Dark World. There were a couple of them yep. fighting. There was a scene of Stan Lee in a spacesuit talking to the Watchers, describing where he had been. Of course, Marvel linking that to all the appearances you've seen of Stan Lee are the same person. He is a he is a, a stand-in for the Watchers, going around and, and watching important events. Yep, because he says he's the FedEx guy at first, right? Yeah, and, and that's then the Civil War reference that they got wrong. Correct, and then in uh, the post credit scenes, he mentions, I want to say that's when he says, I was a mailman. Uh, now, I'm not sure on that. I want to backtrack of that. I may have misheard that, and I have not found any evidence that he says that on the second one. I know he says, hey, hold on, guys, you're my ride home when they're leaving. But yes. I may have been wrong on the mailman part. So I don't know, man. I think you're correct. Well, I think we'll you find are. Out. I'll watch it 30 times on DVD, so it'll be okay. Uh, but something I did miss the first time, and I saw it, but I didn't know what it meant. Um, there is a scene whenever they land on the planet, crash land on the planet, and Ego follows them, where they get out of the ship and there's a huge footprint. It is the Hulk's footprint. Really? Yes. That's awesome. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's same, How did that? It's the same place. How do you think it got there? Been on. Okay. Well, I mean, he was brought there. That's... Uh, you'll find out in right. the right Oh, man. I cannot wait. Oh, my goodness. This... That's incredible. Uh, and the way the movie somebody plays that... out and ends, uh, I mean, dadgummit. Yondu, Yondu. It was a great way to end it, but I really wanted him to be in part three. And I know. I know. The old Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You are obviously way more educated on the original Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, Sylvester Stallone and... Yeah, Sylvester Stallone's Char- playing Starhawk, uh, but right. they use his real name in there, which he and hasn't actually Charlie... become yet because his wife... Like, so Starhawk is Sylvester Sloan's character and Michelle Yeoh's character combined. Um, okay. Like, him and his wife are actually share one body to become Starhawk. Uh, Ving Rames is Charlie 27. Okay. And uh, Michael Rosenbaum is Martin X, the crystal guy. And the, the red sorcerer guy, I don't remember his name. He's from, like, the 31st century. He is actually a Sorcerer Supreme from the 31st century. Like he, he's That's actually, awesome. He actually is a sorcerer. And nice. Mainframe, who was voiced by Miley Cyrus, is an Iron Man armor. It's a sentient Iron Man armor. I don't know why it's there, but it's there. Wow. Hopefully it will not be there in the next movie because I don't like the word Miley Cyrus anywhere near my Mar- Marvel movies. That, that's two words, sir. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, Gross. Yeah, and uh, the way the way the battle and uh, the way they end it, yeah. really emotional movie. Uh, Absolutely. The, the ending, the the funeral at the end is really good, but the five after credit scenes, what the crap? <laughs> Absolutely incredible, man. I, I loved it. I loved every single bit of it. I, I thought it was Teenage funny Groot, that. Oh my god. Hey, I've already pre-ordered my Teenage Group Funko Pop. <coughs> of course you have. Why Why wouldn't you? Uh, I did. It's an Amazon exclusive, I think. It was awesome. Now, my only question I got for you was Yondu's arrow was broken and yet miraculously fixed by Rocket off, off set. Yeah. You know, and they had the scene where... Uh... Sean Gunn is using the arrow with the fin. That's pretty good. <laughs> ah! Oh, when he nails Drax. <laughs> That's great. 
That um, was hilarious. The teenage Groot scene is just absolutely great, absolutely wonderful. Um, you know, and then we've already talked about the the original Guardians uh, scene, the Stanley uh, last scene. There's one more, isn't there? Yes. Uh, not. Uh, I can't think of another one. The only thing we haven't covered so far, my friend, is Howard the Duck. Ah, uh, yeah, but he was just in there. Yeah, I liked it. I liked where he was at. Absolutely. It was good. I mean, the Grandmaster and uh, who else were in the credits? ABCC Mouse. We're recording a podcast, sir. We're talking to Hudson. But that pretty much wraps it up. What else have you got, Sean? That's all I got, man. All right. Can you say... Have a good day. Have a good day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're out.